Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is Steel Curtain Network editor Dane Schofield coming at you. It's just after nine o'clock. It's Tuesday night. Where else would you rather be? And with me, as always, except when he's not, is my big brother Rich. Big Bro Sco, how's it going tonight? Well, we will take a minute and we will breathe in that sweet smell of victory <laughs> that we somehow came away with. Somehow, some way, find a way. Hey, that's what matters. I do it with my numbers article every week. The only number that really matters at the end of the day is are you putting a one in the win column or a one in the loss column? That's what it all comes down to. It wasn't pretty. There's not, there are some things that you can get excited about. There are a lot of things that you aren't might not be excited about as a Steelers fan. But the one thing we could we should all be excited about is the fact that the Steelers pushed their record to three and two going into the bye week. Now, so Rich. It weren't pretty. <laughs> I I I edit your knee-jerk reaction article. I see how things are going um as it's going. I but with our new system at the new website at steelcurdnetwork.com, for those of you that what might not know where we are, it, it doesn't work the same as the old place where I can't edit your article as you're writing it. So you write the first half, I edited it at halftime. 
Then you write the second half. I edited at the end of the game. All that good stuff. And I'm reading the first half. And other than saying, all right, there was one thing. And you went back and clarified that really good. I don't know what I, why I didn't see that. Um, but uh, you, you're, you were correct to ask, though, because when I reread, I was like, oh, that word's wrong. Yeah. You take and that word out and replace it with this phrase, and it will make much more. Yeah. And, and I don't want to put necessarily put words in your mouth because I want what you or your reaction to be what's going on. But yeah, there was. There was not a lot to be happy with at halftime. And honestly, there wasn't that much more to be happy with at the end of the third quarter. Um, this was just a game where the Steelers hung around. Baltimore kept not taking advantage of their chances to put them away. And the Steelers hung around, hung around, hung around, and they find a way to get it done against the Ravens, which is what we're going to talk about tonight, getting it done against the Ravens. So now that you've had your time to, to dwell on things, I know we'll get your Worthless Two Cents article tomorrow. Make sure you don't miss that. That's a great one. What What are your thoughts? What What are you feeling? What What's going on, big bro? <laughs> Let me put it this way. It's the cool thing is this. The cool part is that somehow, even when they're not playing good football, the Steelers were able to steal a victory. Yeah. Um, You need a couple of those during the year. Last, you know, the issue at the beginning of the year last year is we had a couple of those games where even though they weren't playing great, the Steelers could have stolen victories and they didn't. Yeah. That was the, you know, and, and that was different. So, you know, they were given an opportunity to, I'm sorry, steal one at the end of the game, you know, and, and they took advantage and, and did. Now you might say steal one, but let me just say this. The Steelers defense was phenomenal in the second half of that game. Yeah, I don't think people are, are are realizing that so much. I think that's kind of getting forgotten that the Steelers, all oh, the defense. I mean, even even Jeff Hartman. If you listen to Monday's Let's Ride, you know, which we got a lot of the Ride or Die crew here. I myself being one of them, he was saying, you know, winners and losers. And he's like, oh, the the third down defense in the first half, and they were giving up these long third down conversions, which they were on the drive that was leading up to the the end of the half. They gave up, I think, a third and 18 and a third and 11. But he's yeah. like, and, and they gave up these third downs in the first half and, and some in the second half. Jeff, you're mistaken there. I know it might have felt like it because some of the ones at the very end of the first half might have felt like they were at the beginning of the second half. But the Steelers did not give up a single third or fourth down conversion in the second half, the Ravens were 0 for 6 on third down and 0 for 1 on fourth down in the second half. That's that's a big stat. That's a big stat to not let them convert a single third down. And the the Steelers' defense of the second half turned the Ravens' offense into the Steelers' offense of the first half. Yeah. I mean, they did. They yeah. basically just... You know, as as mad as I was about the Steelers' offense in the first half, 
the Steelers defense in the second half basically said, yeah, we can play that game too and turn the Ravens offense into nothing. 91 yards. Yeah. 91 yards. 25 rushing yards in the second half. When the Ravens had the lead, the Ravens had the lead until the fourth quarter. And they're the number three running offense in the NFL. Well, at least they were going into the game. We'll see how it, how that finishes up. I haven't looked at the numbers yet now that all the games are done. But with that, I mean, they only ran it for 25 yards, only eight rushing attempts. And some people might be like, well, why did they only run the ball eight times? Well, well, you can't make first downs. Yeah. You don't get that many plays. The Steelers were putting the Steelers them in different positions. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So they, they shut them out on the scoreboard in the second half. They shut them out on third down conversions in the second half. And, as, and I threw in the fourth down conversion as well, although that was the final play. Um, Ravens were 0 for 2 fourth down conversions in the game. I, I'm going to ask – I thought that was obvious when it happened, what happened with Harbaugh at the end and the Ravens at the end of the first half. People are like, oh, yeah, that's what he said after afterwards, after the game. He explained it. I'm like, I explained it when it happened. I put that on Twitter. I'm like, uh, they weren't supposed to snap the ball there. They were running the clock you, down to because they didn't leave 20 the- seconds on the clock for the Steelers. They're running the clock down. And if the Steelers, I don't even think they were trying to draw them off nearly as much, but when you get to the line and do it, rather than just ho-hum, ho-hum in the in the huddle, if the reason you do it at the line is, is it makes it think, you make the team think you're attacking, so that way they don't call a timeout to save time. So I, I get that strategy. People are like, oh, that was such a bonus. Honestly, they did what you're supposed to do there. The only thing that was wrong was that the center snapped the ball. So for those, you know, blaming Harbaugh for that one, that's really, to me, he did what he should have done there. You go to the line and act like you're running a play so the Steelers don't want to call timeout and save time for you because you're going to try to convert on fourth down. But if you just wait in the huddle the whole time, the Steelers might say, oh, they're just wasting time to kick the field goal. We're going to call timeout and give ourselves 20 seconds. Now, if you've been paying attention to Mike Tomlin in 2023, they haven't been trying to do anything at the end of the first half. If it's less than thirty seconds, so that that really Plus didn't matter. The first half, when you haven't even put up a hundred yards, yeah, yeah. So they thought he came, and he didn't come across. It was no. It's not like it was a missed call or anything. He didn't come. He came up to the line and really hard and stopped. Honestly, if you think about it, I would love to hear. I, maybe he did, and I just didn't hear it. I would love to hear it because it was Quan Alexander. I'm fairly certain. It was Quan Alexander that came it up was. to the line. You know how the offense comes up and tries to get the defense to jump? Was he coming up like he was going to jump to try to get them to snap the ball? I don't snap know if he was trying to do that or not, but if he was, it was brilliant. Or, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, false start would have, would have been like, oh, it's a false start moving back five yards. Tucker would have hit the field goal. But to make them snap the ball on fourth down when you didn't come across, that was that that was big. Here's here's the mistake. Yeah, by Harbaugh. Okay, because I look at it at what happened there was a was a coaching mistake. Okay. Okay. 
and it's a coaching mistake that could probably go back to early training camp. Your team needs to be taught in that situation. Your center needs to be taught in that situation. We're not taking any chance. We're not doing anything like that. You don't snap the ball. Mm -hmm. If they come across and make contact and get a penalty, fine. Otherwise, we are sticking to our strategy. Yeah. Don't try to make out a make something out thinking, oh, they came across. What he did it at that point when he snapped the ball was he put the call into the officials' hands. Yeah. Don't put the call in the officials. They hands. weren't calling anything all game anyway. You know they were going to call that. Right. That's that's actually not smart play to put it in into the officials' hands there. Or as Tyler W said, they tricked their own treats. <laughs> I like that yeah. one, Tyler. Yeah. So one. when that happened, people get an explanation after the game. I'm like, I thought that was obvious. You could tell by Harbaugh's reaction. You could tell by, I mean, it, tell, it Lamar was not Lamar was looking, so he was able to adjust. But if you look at the way he adjusted to catch that snap, you knew he wasn't ready for it. Um I would have. I wonder if he was mic'd up for the game because I. I wonder what expletive he dropped whenever the ball comes at him, because he didn't know what the receivers were going to do. The receivers didn't. Now they might have something built in that hey, this is what you'll do if we snap it or something happens goes wrong in this. Do this. Maybe they have that. You know, as we say, it's. Like a like like your fire like play, fire, like your fire play on on, on the extra point, yeah, or extra point, something like that. Oh, if there's an if there's if there's a snap when there shouldn't be a snap, and we don't really have a play called. Do this, yeah. So that was a really nice way to end the half. Um, Steelers is up. I tried to look this up, and I could not find anywhere to actually get this stat. It's not very often a team has five kneel downs in a game. <laughs> because they had one at the end of the first half, three on one drive, and then one more at the end, which we'll we'll, we'll get to the we'll get the other stuff. But before we get into the whole thing, this getting it done against the Ravens, this is it's more than just the game. Because I kind of want to highlight some of the Steelers' young players. First and second year guys. What do they say when people you know join the Pittsburgh Steelers or they're young players of the Pittsburgh Steelers? You know, AFC North football, yeah. But right in recent years, it's been the Ravens. The Browns haven't been good enough. The Bengals are have been so up and down over the last decade that it's really about the, the Ravens are really the only other team in the AFC. And there went Dave. And I have no clue where he was going with that thought. So I will not be picking that thought back up um, exactly where he was. But I do know where he was going. And that was – oh, there he's back. And yeah. he's back. I wasn't even touching my computer or my mouse or anything. And I disappeared. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> but I'm back. Uh, that's an awful lot to disappear. But yeah, that's a lot of disappearing. Um. You were talking about the, you know, the young players on the Oh, Steelers. the young players and, and, and about it being the Ravens. That's really – and Coach Tomlin used this one. This is kind of where you get anointed as being a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Think about it. Kenny Pickett had some nice plays and, and nice wins, 
and things at the end of the 2022 season. But would it have really been as much if one of those come from behind, win it at the end, wasn't against the Ravens? When a player, when a young player is doing something and doing a, a nice job, what what is it that you sometimes might hear? Well, they're really getting it done. But if you can get it done against the Ravens, that's a whole different story. That's kind of like a measuring stick within the locker room and, and everything there. And I tell you, I think the Steelers had a lot of young players who got it done against the Ravens. Okay. Yeah, they did. Well, before we get to the rookies, okay, Kenny Pickett wasn't that strong throughout the game, came through when he needed to, once again, getting it done in the final two minutes against the Ravens. But more important, George Pickett's. That was That's getting George it done Pickens against things. Yeah, doing George Pickens things. That's getting it done against Ravens. I got to look it up. I I bet the over on his yards for the season, so I should be getting close to that already. And we're only in week through week five. It was like four hundred and some yards for the season was the over under for him. Um, maybe it was six hundred. I can't remember. But uh, b- bottom line is, if he stays healthy, he should he should be able to to to, to handle that one. So you got these. So George Pickens right there. That's already a guy. Whether, you know, even though he was fine last year, this was, you know, this was his first time being the number one receiver on the field. Now, Deontay Johnson should hopefully be back very soon, hopefully the next game. According to him, he will be. But George Pickens went out there as the number one receiver for the Steelers in this game, and he got it done against the Ravens. Yep. Broderick Jones got his first NFL start. And I was, you know, watching him throughout the game. He got it done against the Ravens. He did so much better than I anticipated. I thought he would do well and run, you know, struggle at times. There was one time I thought, uh oh, I thought he was going to get beat on a, on a, on a, on a, I think it was a fake inside go back. I can't remember. I have to go back and watch it specifically, but it looked like he was going to get beat. And then he didn't. He recovered and and had a nice block. I thought he had a really nice – to me, that was the best game of an offensive tackle for a member of the Steelers this year. What did you think? I thought he got it done against the Ravens. What did you I, think of Broderick Jones? I did as well. What? Nothing flashy, nothing splashy, just took his lunch pail and went to work. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. So sorry, I haven't. I looked at, when I when I lost my my feed. I went away from the live chat and and everything. So uh, I'm I'm coming back. Um, uh, Jennifer, uh, sad to, to hear hear those things about you. You know, we're uh, uh, your Steelers family's here with you. Um, let's get back to another rookie. Let's go, Joey Porter Jr. Okay. I'm trying to think at what point of the game it was that he finally came on and played every snap. Was it was it in the th- at the end of the third quarter or was it in the fourth quarter? Was it was it after Renegade? Uh, I'm, not I'm, sure. not, I'm not sure where. Maybe someone can help I mean, us out. Yes, he was in there. I think every play after Renegade, but it might have started before then. I'm not sure. Yeah, so he comes on and it's like, all right, we got to get him out there and. The other corners were not 
doing we're not having the best game just to, to put it lately i felt that the secondary and the pass rush were not were not in sync together it felt like you know the the pass rush would force a quick throw but the secondary was playing off their guys or or, or the pass rush was trying to contain lamar and the secondary was playing a soft zone to just let guys run open you know, it, it didn't seem like the two were, were matched up to to complement each other. But then after Joey Porter Jr. went in, it, I, I don't know that it was him, the scheme, or just a bunch of different things or the whole idea of, hey, we're, we're doing something different. It, it, was a lot better, it was a lot better in the second half, period. Yeah. You know, because you got to think Steelers gave up, what? 60 something yards passing in the second half was it yeah yeah it was it was it was something now of course they were aided by some drops but you know what that's gonna happen <laughs> tj Watt punching him in the in the face. Yeah. i don't think that's the play he hurt his finger i guess you heard about that that yeah i mean Je- Jeff was right. Um, was with I think that was on Let's Ride as well. He's like, "Oh, TJ with the fingers." Like I don't know if he dislocated, just had to pop it in or something. Yeah, that's that's what he did. Yeah, and that was oh man. When what, I'm trying to remember, no, I know it wasn't that play. I saw him come off the field. He only came off for like one or two snaps in the middle of a series. He was shaking his arm. I thought, oh, did he get it? I thought maybe he'd hit his funny bone the mm-hmm. way he was shaking his arm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then actually when I when I heard Jeff in the in the postgame show or whatever saying, oh maybe he dislocated his finger or something, I was just like, huh, that could be as well. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, we, we I don't think we finished up on Joey Porter Jr. But uh no. but some people are like, well, that ball was kind of thrown right to him on the interception. Do you know what that ball was anticipating? The ball was anticipating that the rookie wasn't going to turn around and make the play. You're going to sneak it by him, and OBJ is going to pull it in. Yeah, and that didn't happen. He he did what he needed to do, and so far, when teams have tried to go after him, it hasn't worked. Now, hopefully, he'll get a lot larger sample size moving forward. All right. So, since we're talking young players, and we just mm-hmm. talked about you know PZ Junior. and, and that. Um, I'm going to bring up because it 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 actually is one of my points on my worthless two cents tomorrow. Okay. And I think this is the time for me to bring it up. Would be tight end Rodney Williams. Okay. Well, because, yeah, they had two rookie tight ends out there. Okay. I'm talking, but I'm going to talk about Rodney Williams. Okay. And the impact. He had playing special teams. Not oh, he had great special team scores in the preseason, even. Right. Yeah. Now, I knew what this that this guy had just hustle and heart from the day we were at training camp. When because the day we were there was the day he was he falling down caught a double deflected pass for for a touchdown. Yes, I remember that. Okay. It it and I was just like. That guy's just trying to concentrate and give it everything he's got. Well, then we see him. I mean, did you realize how close that was for him recovering that for a touchdown on that on the block punt? 
It was was extremely close. Like it was. I mean, they they couldn't overturn it. There there wasn't. No, there was no way you were going to overturn it. He was, his elbows did hit in the white out of bounds by an inch or two. Okay. I mean, I saw a still what? shot of both elbows on the green, but it was as his arms were coming down. They weren't, it wasn't really correct. If, he, he, if you they, watch it while it was moving, there's no way you could say that that was, yeah. Well, and not just that, they, they kind of come down the green, but he didn't have full possession of the ball yet either. At yes. That point. Trust me, I went back and looked at this one a lot. Part of the reason I was looking at it was when Killebrew blocked that punt. Did you think anybody had a chance to even come anywhere close to recovering that for a touchdown before it went oh, out? Yes, the ball did one of those crazy things that it does when it's blocked or something where it just sits and spins there or something. Yeah. But it, it looked like right. it was I rocketing was, through the back. Correct. And I was hoping that it would check up. It didn't check up. Rodney Williams still almost got that ball and recovered for a touchdown. Just great hustle. Yeah. Okay. But if you thought that was great hustle, then you need to look at the play he made that, in my opinion, said help save the game, won the game for the Steelers. It gave the Steelers the chance. Gave to them a chance. The fumble by Gunnar O. Go back and look at that a couple times. Okay. Yeah. The who, who was that? Seymour for the Ravens that recovers it. Nameless Grayface. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only reason I know that is because I was trying to look up and find a quick clip of it today, and, uh-huh. and his name was on there. Um, there's him and two other Ravens, which actually then turned into a third coming from the very far right of the screen mm-hmm. for the Ravens, and it was Rodney Williams. He he totally fought off the block of one Raven and made the play to keep that from being a touchdown. Yeah. And we know what happened three plays later. Yes. I mean, I thought that would, that gave them a chance at a, at a four point swing. Cause I thought that the field goal was a given. The yeah. question is that gave, that gave the defense a chance to keep them out of the touchdown zone. And I, 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 I didn't turned, imagine that there would be a takeaway. Into, Right, and then it turned into a takeaway to which when that happened, then it's like, well, my gosh, they, they could have a chance to actually win this game. Yeah. And eventually they do. I was like, I, I but even at that point, you're like, can the offense do enough to actually get down there? Could they get it? Could they do enough to get into range and get down there? I, I did. I mean, it was a third and long, wasn't it? Like they, I'm like, are they seriously going to go three and out after that interception? And it was the, it was to Allen Robinson, correct on that one. Yes, that one was at the first. What are you talking about? They they went to third down and long twi- twice in a row. Yeah. Well, I don't know if the other one was as long. That you know what you know. Uh, I, I was it was say, it was hold on. I'll, I'll check. It was third and nine, and they passed to Robinson for ten yards. And then it was it was third and four, is what it was yeah. on the deep pass, the Pickens. Because I was just not seriously. I'm pretty sure I was typing up a tweet that was saying this offense can't do anything to help out their defense, and I was just about to hit send. 
and they complete that long pass down the, down right at the red line that they had on TV that said it was at you know at Boswell's range. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And I talked about this in the post game show. I had it no doubt third, it was that if they got down. Boswell a kick, he was going to he was going to nail so, it. So so you actually think about it. so the 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 touchdown pass was actually on second down. But yeah, so I'm talking about the 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 right. other one. Yeah, but the Steelers went five of sixteen on third downs in the game. Mm-hmm. Two of the five were on the drive where they scored the touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Which this is falling back into a pretty bad pattern that we had in 2022 of the offense basically doing nothing outside of one or two drives. Yep. And pretty much they did nothing outside of that touchdown drive. I I, I mean, here, let me see if I can find the chart um, for the, the, the charts for the Steelers for the game. Um, oh, I, I've got, I've got everything right here. I can read them off to you. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, my, my here goodness, are the, here are the Steelers drives. Now, you know, Okay. First drive, 16 yards and a punt. Second mm-hmm. drive, four yards and a punt. Third drive, mm-hmm. 43 yards and a punt. Well, uh, and that was one of those where Kenny Pickett took a sack and it took him out of field goal range. It took him out of field goal range, correct. Yep. Uh, 26 yards and a field goal. That, yep. And then a kneel down at the end of the first half. Okay, uh-huh. that was your first half. Second half, nine yards and a punt. 27 mm-hmm. yards and a punt. Oh, that was another one. Where, or was it that one or the next one? That no, was the it was sack. the next It was one. the next Forty, one. Or but, it was uh, 36 yards. I'm sorry, 43 yards and a punt. But on the chart, here's what's, here's what's sad. There's three different third down plays where the Steelers have negatives. No, no, I'm pretty sure it was the three sacks. Every single one of them came on third down before they had to punt. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. Then it was then it was forty nine yards in a field goal. That's what took him to the ten eight score. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, then the eighty yards for the touchdown. Yep. Followed by six yards and a field goal. I mean, wait, minus six yards. Down then, uh, yes, minus six. Minus yes, six minus yards in a field goal. In a field goal. So, yes. Yeah. And then the kneel down for negative one at the end of the game. Yeah. So really, you know, drives of more than 50 yards, one. And then a couple that were close. Well, one that was 49 and then a couple in the 40s. Yeah. But that's what's going on when you can't convert third down, especially when you're an offense that (laughs) – sorry. Ready? Well, you know, our offense isn't really designed to pick up first down plus three (laughs) plays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh yeah, I went into that on the preview about the whole thing. I talked about the you know that that was Canada tried to deny it, but it was true due to the transit of property. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's the way I that, that's the way I explained that Thursday night. If you didn't catch that, go back and catch it. Uh due to the transit of property of picking things up. Then, oh, yeah. So. Well, well, no. Well, I'll, I'll give you the recap. It was the whole notion of would anyone argue that Canada or plenty of other people have said his his offense is built on running the football and play action? Sure. Then if he says 
Well, they said, why didn't you do that more in week one? Well, we couldn't do that because the, because we were so far behind. You can't really do that when you're that far behind. Then guess what the conclusion is? If that's what your offense is built on, and you can't do that when you're behind, then your offense isn't built on being behind. <laughs> anyway, um, but the Steelers kept it close. I mean, and, but once again, should the defense continue to have to? I mean, how many bad I mean, fail failures of a drive did you have there with the Steelers? One, two, three, four, five, six, six almost worthless drives with one field goal in there before they finally moved it down, got a field goal. The next drive moved it and got the touchdown. You know, that's a lot of times having to just not come through. So the offense. I think we'll get to it. Rich, let's go ahead and take our break. Want to come back? Yep. I still want to talk about a couple more people getting it done against the Ravens. We'll uh, we'll, we'll go a little bit more into this game. We don't have to worry about rushing ahead to the next game because there isn't one this week. So we can spend our time really enjoying talking about this victory over the Ravens. So if you're with us here on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, we're, we'll, we're not going anywhere. If you're with us on the audio side, stick around. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, Steelers fans, we are back and better than ever, big bro. 
Wouldn't you say you're breathing it in? Great. This was a good one. This great. was. A, this was. I don't know about great, but I am breathing it in. Hey, a win over the Ravens is always going to be a good thing. Like today, yeah. I was at the grocery store. I had someone. You know, I'm decked out. Steelers hat, Steelers shirt, Steelers shorts. It's it's what I'm typically wearing. And I had someone said, "Oh, he's like good game Sunday. You 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 uh, you got it against my team because I live in Maryland, so it was a Ravens fan talking to me." And I said, "said Yeah, I said it wasn't pretty, but they managed to scrape out a win." And he's like, "Who cares if it's pretty? You got a win. Enjoy it." Yeah. And that's from a Ravens fan. So come on, that's, Steelers fans. Believe me, that's how Because I mean, you can't learn from game. it, but you got to also enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I will say this. And, and I don't know if you could tell the way kind of my knee-jerk reaction. It was almost shock. Like, wow, we shouldn't have won this game. No. And we did anyway. And if you listen to me on the preview Thursday, and Jeff put that clip out on Twitter as a little short, that's – you know I picked the Ravens to win. Or not the Ravens. I picked the Steelers to beat the Ravens. Shockingly. Did you know that? Um, that I that that I it was the whole notion of the Steelers bouncing back like crazy when they get blown out. That and the notion it's AFC North football, anything goes. So that's why I'm like, this is the kind of game that the Steelers will find a way to win. I've kind of I kind of have a feeling with this team. Early in the season, of, of course, this will eventually get debunked because there'll, there'll be a game in there where it doesn't happen. But right now, you, you kind of got the feeling if the game's going to be close, the Steelers are going to find a way to pull it out. The games that they're going to lose so far, that the Steelers lost two games. They got blown out in both games. And they were on the verge of making that game close, the second one. Um, and in and, and the third quarter when things fell, when, when things fell apart. So... Yeah. There were some other people who got it done against the Ravens. I wish I could say, you said about Rodney Williams, I wish I could say Darnell Washington. He did when it came to, I thought he did a nice job blocking. He didn't get the best scores, but I, I thought he did fine. Uh, there was a couple of plays he did really good on. I just wish that they would incorporate him a little bit more into the passing game. His two targets was one that he had was terribly interfered with. I mean, not even close. And they didn't throw it, throw the flag, because they didn't do that all game. And then the other one wasn't even a catchable ball. Yeah. I just I I, I feel like there's more that's going to be growing there. Uh sorry, I was just I'm just watching this um the replay of this Sidney Crosby goal. Um can't help myself. Uh, Oh man, look at that. Right, right through the defender's five hole. Yes. Oh, get that man <laughs> yeah. here and get his dog one too. Yeah. Yeah. So two nothing penguins, by the way, in their season opener. Um, I know not everyone's here's penguins fans, but come on, people, you should be. Uh so where was what was I talking about? I got distracted by Sidney Crosby. Oh, Darnell Washington. I am hoping that he is one. Um, wait, they are they were reviewing this, so I gotta see if it stands. Uh, because Chicago is challenging. Are you, are you here with us season. or you want to go watch? Hockey? I'm if sorry. Um, keep the show going. Here we go. I'm hoping that as the season goes on, he'll find himself getting more involved in the offense. That's all I can say. 
There's also another one, Rich. How, do you think Keanu Benton was getting it done against the Ravens? I thought Keanu Benton was getting it done against the Ravens. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I got yelled at the live chat because someone's recording the Pens game. Um, I thought <laughs> that Keanu Benton was getting it. I think he's been getting it done. I think he's he been ha- getting it he done. has been getting it done. That he honestly, when you look at in terms, you know, you got to think of the young guys. We're all at different positions, and we're asking them to come in. And as they get going, it's all about who can get their their complete game, their complete repertoire together. Um, to get more time, Benton has been leading that charge. He has been, but I want to say more ready to throw everything he, you know, got all his repertoire of moves together to be thrown at teams. He's done that faster. He's gotten that together early. Because he's had to, yeah. Yes. Correct. Part of it was he's kind of been forced into getting some more snaps because of Cam Hayward being injured, but boy, he's made the most of it. Yeah. And although it, it, cause Jeff kept asking me, can, when can Cam come back? I'm like, he can come back now. I don't think he's ready to come back now, but there's a difference between can and able. So right. anytime Cam Hayward is healthy, he can come back. Cause it's been the four, four games that he's missed. Same with Deontay, same with Anthony McFarland. But I think Cam's going to be a little bit longer. And even Lee Albion, I'll be honest with you, after that performance, I think Benton's got to be ahead of Lee Al. So, yeah. You're going to annoy me to no end. I'm waiting for this call. You are going to annoy (laughs) me to no end. In. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this call. I I, yeah. I I think the call's good. I don't know. So now one one rookie. There was two other rookies that played in this game. Nick Herbig did not have much of an impact. He actually got hurt early on on special teams. He did come back in, but it wasn't that he was called on to do much. And Spencer Anderson, he also got in for one snap. I'm going to ask you about this snap. So I can't. So those aren't. aren't aren't guys that you could say they got the job done against Ravens. So I'm going to ask you about this. Spencer Anderson comes in for one snap. That was the penalty, quote-unquote, on Chooks that wasn't on Chooks. That was the penalty that caused the clock to stop and the, when the Steelers were kicking the field goal. Let's let's talk about this, Rich. You ready to, you ready to break this down? Because sure. we, we like to talk about moments of the game. So I still can't believe T.J. Watt didn't drag everyone to the end zone. I thought he was not going to be denied, but I think it was more of a focus on don't fumble the ball, don't fumble the ball. Don't be a gunner, don't be a gunner, I guess maybe you should say. I I was a little surprised that he didn't go ahead because, you know, it was Lamar Jackson kind of harassing him there at first. I'm. I was wanting him to just pin. It's like stiff arm or something. Punch him in the throat, right? I wanted him to go um, all Vanimal on Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So, but it was, was it, was it Beckham or someone else or, or running? Someone else was running in there too, is, is when that, that, uh, would that happen? But the Steelers get the ball, they're down there and they go to take a knee. And I, I, I tweeted something like this. I'm like, what are they doing? They can't, there's too much time. 
the, the Ravens still had two timeouts. They could run it down low. But I'm like, you're not even going to just say, run it up. To, I mean, they were just saying, we are fine getting the three points and being up seven. Right there, I'm instantly thinking in my mind, the Ravens get this ball back and score a touchdown and go for two. Seven points wasn't good. Going up to be seven wasn't good enough. If it was going to eight, I'd have been okay. If it was going to nine, I'd be even better. But I did not like the. I didn't like the idea of doing that. Run the ball because uh, you know I don't. You watch that Miami. You saw the Miami. the Miami game, right? That's right. So Miami Hurricanes. It's. It worked, and I was fine with it until the penalty. Yeah. So. Now the penalty, like some people said, oh well, Chuke's got it. No, they they had they had a lot of people, but they all went to that left side. My question is this: If you're taking a knee, and Spencer Anderson comes in the game, reports is eligible to have an extra lineman on third down, taking a knee. Why? Why? Yeah. Why are you doing something different with your formation of taking a knee on third down versus first or second? Now, it could have been because they wanted more protection on one side of the line because Kenny was going to try to waste as much time as possible and yet get it on the correct hash that Boswell wanted. But to me, you overthought it by trying to come out in a different formation. Almost Wang harbed it. Almost Wayne Harbin. You overthought it to then go out there and do that because the only thing that was going to give the Ravens the ball back with more than 15 seconds left in the game was a penalty on the play. That was all. Yep. And that's exactly what happened. Yep. And they're zooming in on Chooks and Corfor. Like, I'm like, like it's his fault. No, the guy that was supposed to be next to him wasn't there. Right. It's it's the guy, you know. They, they say, oh, penalty number 76 wasn't covered on the end of the line of scrimmage. Was well, not his fault. No, it's not because his fault. he can't cover himself. Yeah. It's somebody else's fault for not yeah. being there. Yeah. So that, that, I didn't like the idea of just taking a knee to get the field goal. That still goes to show how little faith the Steelers have in their offense. It, it it feels just like the end of the first half when you could call a timeout, give yourself 40 seconds, but instead you let it run down some, and then you just take a knee when, it, when it's all said and done. That's what it felt like. They're like, you know what? We're in field goal range. We don't want to do anything to screw up the three points. We're just going to take the three points. If Calais Campbell was still on the Ravens, we would have done it. Because you know what he did last year, the Steelers, yeah. but you know, blocking the field goal. So right. I, I had no doubt that Boz was going to knock it through. But although that, that whole time thing, man, yeah. uh, the, right? It, you you look at it, in the end, it ends up, and I don't think it's. You can say it's kind of the coach, it's kind of the coach, but it's the players too. It was to me. I I look at that as it, that was a team clock mismanagement at the end. Yeah, and, and my biggest question is, why did you have to change your personnel? You had just taken a knee twice, and then you're the going to bring personnel. in you're going to bring in a seventh round rookie for his very first snap. 
offenses. I don't even know that he's been on special teams at all, but I know it was his first offensive snap of his NFL career. I don't know if he was supposed to be over next to Jukes. I don't know if it was supposed to be, you know, a, a tight, I, I'm not sure. But bottom line is they were all on the other side. Yep. Watch that one. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Now, here, here's something. Sheriff Richard says, Brad Wing did a good job, but I'm glad Harvin is back. How do we know Harvin's back? Because they cut Wing. Off yeah. The they, you know what the Steelers did? They did right by him. They would not have had to have released Brad Wing until right before the Steelers' week seven game. But if you know that Harvin's going to be good, why not give the guy the opportunity to go catch on with the other team? Now, the only other thing they could have done was kept him through this week and he would have got another practice squad paycheck because they still, whoever's on the practice squad or and the, and the, and the 53 get paid during the bye week. I mean, that's about the only thing they could have done. But at the same time, you if, if he's going to have an opportunity, I would love to see Brad Wing land on another practice squad or something of, of where he could get another shot. But uh, I'm also ready for his, some big his, his hunting, I would call it this. It was not fantastic. It was serviceable. It was serviceable. That's right. Which was better than his punt that I witnessed in person against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in 2014. Correct. So, because I still chalk that up to uh, how do you lose a game on a punt when there's hardly any time left on the clock and you shank it and give them hardly any distance to go to score to win the game. So, yeah, that was so. That was one thing. So I, we're on the same page with them with 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 the with the field goal, but. Uh, the way the defense was playing, I'm really glad that they finished it off. That they just came out and finished it off. Exactly, Steel Dog. I almost used that. I almost said it exactly like you did. Sir, I was going to say it was serviceable and consistent, but that's why it was serviceable. It yeah. was not fantastic. It was not great distance. Like really, every punt was 42 to 45 yards. Yeah, that was win. Yeah. Okay. No boomers. No shanks, consistent punting. Yeah, just which is why I'd like to see him catch on and get another shot. Yeah, so just think years from now, he'll be the answer to the trivia question of of what what player punted in two different seasons for the Pittsburgh Steelers nine years apart. Yeah, so in 20 years, when someone has that, trivia I hope question, I, I hope hopefully, you remember this. <laughs> I would say write it down bad. This will be a trivia question in 20 yeah. years from Dave on the preview. Yep. <laughs> By that time, will bad even remember his own name? So no, that's bad. I uh, know that is bad. So I'm gonna say 20 years is a long time, man. Um the quote unquote audible. Some people were talking about it in the live chat, so might as well might as well bring it up. Only one thing would have made it better. Was that instead of Randy, Randy, if it would have been Dilly, 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 Dilly. I mean, <laughs> it it wasn't exactly an audible. It's, Kenny Pickett described it today. You know, both Ramon Foster, Trey Essex put stuff out there about 
That's a protection call. Correct. Now, word on the inside was that Kenny wasn't even supposed to be changing protections. That's how little Matt Canada was letting him do. But apparently that's something they started to work on this past week. Additionally, they specifically had checking to that play because they knew that's something the Ravens would do. If they give you this look, check to this play. So, yes, did he check to the play? He did. Was it because his offensive coordinator during the week told him, if they do this, check to that? Yeah. Now. Was the offensive coordinator happy about it? the situation where you want to do it right there, where you're, one, where, where you're right on the cusp of field goal? Just think if that's an interception. Oh, my goodness, how, how heads would have rolled. Um, but it wasn't. It was a great throw. And it was a, it was a it was a good call, and I like it that it was on second down, because if right. it's not there, you throw it too far, and you've got one more play to get a little bit closer for the field goal. Yep. So I liked it that it was on second down. It was the right scenario, and even though, so let's just say this: it was part of the offense to put that play in there to say, "Oh, he won against Ken." I just don't know if they were ha- if 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 the coordinator would have been happy of him doing it at that moment. So, but it was something they put in, so they did it. And maybe that just goes to show that uh, when you can actually run a play that you can decide to do based on the defense, that's a basically when you have a play that you can beat the defense after you see what it is. That's what it takes in the NFL. If you're going to go out there and you're just going to be running a play and assuming it's going to work, you've got to do it based on what the defense actually lines up in. So maybe that's a step in the right direction, but I don't. And then people are like, "Bad, bad was talking about, you know, he he was Canada's just because he's dead inside. That's why he wasn't celebrating. I'm like, people forget something. KT brought this up a little bit this morning on the Here We Go Steelers show. They were going for two. He's got to come up with a play. I can say this from a from a coach. Uh, Even though when I was the head coach, I was also the offensive coordinator. I could get excited, but at the same time, if I get too excited and I don't get the play out there for my for my guys, they're not, you know, I you can't take the delay game. You can't, you know, you don't want to call a timeout, let them set up their defense, anything like that. So Right. Except it, my only thing against that is I would imagine as a team, you've got what I call a core of probably five or six two point conversion plays. And you probably have more than that, but, but you've got that five or six that are kind of your bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Seriously. How long does it take you to figure, yeah. figure out which one of those you want to run? Yeah. Here's the other thing though, in seeing his reaction or lack thereof. I wish that we'd have gotten about five more seconds in the clip. Yeah. Something happens at the very end where they cut away. Uh-huh. Do you know what it was? I don't know. In the last, I don't even know if it's a full second of the clip. You see Matt Canada start to move. Okay. But before you see Matt Canada start to move, somebody kicked his chair. Hmm. Go look at it. Oh, yeah. I have to go back and check that. It's like somebody kicked his chair like, come on, Matt. Get with it. 
or yeah. come on, that was good or something yeah. like that. And then you see him start to move. There's and, just, and there's so much more and little ins and outs and subtleties that we don't know that man, I wish we did because for all we know, that play could have been Matt Canada's hard work and preparation and making sure he put this in for Kenny Pickett. It could have been his shining moment. Also, for all we know, that could have been the play that they put in in spite of Matt Canada during the week, and that was a spit in his face. We don't know. We don't know. We really don't. It could. I mean, it could be either way. I really and, wish and that we did. I really even harder or even more to speculate on is that little piece of footage from the booth where it's yeah. just, you know, you saw everybody as the play went. You saw guys start to raise up and look, and you saw Matt at first, kind of. Yeah, you saw his chin kind of do this. And then as everybody starts to react and celebrate, he just comes back down to looking straight ahead stoic. Yeah. I was just like either either that it's funny because he said we worked on that this week. Who put it in this week? Was it Canada? Was it something they specifically worked on on their own on the side? Was it something Coach Tomlin came in and said, Hey. If we get this look, this is what I want. You know, we don't know. We don't know. Well, oh, we don't it know. wasn't even Matt Canada <laughs> put it in, but was told to. Yeah, exactly. That's why I say Can or Tomlin said, hey, this is but, what I want to do when they do this. Yeah, I, yeah, they do this. You get this ready. But I want to work on this in case we get this look. Yeah, but Kerry says it right. Whatevs. Matt Canada is not an NFL level OC. Full stop. <laughs> yeah. He's done. I mean, just too many times. Hold on. I thought I clicked off of that, but it skipped ahead of me. Too many times I looked at that just when it felt like the fourth and one play. It's like, what are these, what are these receiving combinations? Now, I was I was an offensive line coach. I was more about the run game. And my last year coaching, we ran. We didn't have an offensive line that, that, that could block very well. We ran shotgun spread quick pass. It's what we did. And I was trying to – and I would work with my quarterback, and we would just sit and talk. And I'm like – and we would just come up with route combinations. All right, so, so what would you want to see here? What You know, you want this – you know, and we and we just came up with it for because he had the he had the 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 little armband. I learned I learned that the hard way that season. I could not trust my wide receivers to get the I didn't have to do it the year before to actually get the right play that I say to them, said to the quarterback. <laughs> I would say it, and when they got there, it was something not what I said. So that's why I'm like, that's all right, I'm coming up with the play sheet. Go tell them the run number forty two. <laughs> He looks there, number 42, boom, got it. So, but I'm not, I am, I was not, that's not my my, my main thing is figuring out the passing game, trying to figure out what good route combinations you could run. But my goodness, I feel like I could have done better than some of the stuff they had. Can they catch the ball on the run? Can they come up with a pass that Kenny hit someone on the run? I mean, he did it with Pickens maybe twice in the game. And if, if you want to call the, the dump-off pass to Jalen Warren going forward on the run, you can. I mean, when it's behind the line of scrimmage, uh, to me, that is a, that's about a yak. That's all about yak. But otherwise, it's 
back shoulder throws on the sidelines, you know, comeback routes, you know, things like that. I'm like, is that is that all they trust Kenny to do, or is that all they can come up with? Something just isn't right with those combinations. So that's why I really wish I knew what was going on with that touchdown play. If that was, you know what, we're going to do this. If that was a Canada's going to do it, they did it in spite of him. I don't know. And some people like, oh, that was a that was a play that, that saved his job. I'm like, I don't know that that changed anything. You know what they say at the end of the Tootsie Roll, Tootsie Pop commercial, right? The world may never know. The world may never know. (laughs) Yeah. So, interesting. But now, I I know we've got to get to our final question. We'll get to it real quick once we think of one. (laughs) I have one. I got got one. Okay, good, good. Give me in the middle of the show. You're going to have it. But my thing is, now imagine Deontay Johnson comes back. Early in this game, it was like a third and six. And Pickett and Pickens were not on the same page in the Steelers. I don't think it was the first drive. I think it might have been the second drive. And that's when I put out there, Steeler fans now should realize how much they miss Deontay Johnson. That's that's a down and distance that has Deontay Johnson written all over it. Yeah. You add him into that mix. And now the defenders have to be like, do we really want to leave Pickens one-on-one? Or do we want to make sure we shut down the guy that always finds a way to get open? I said it when he got hurt. When he comes back, I said, this could be a blessing in disguise, not for now, but for when he comes back. That if these receivers can can do some things while he's gone. Now, it's not like they've done great things, but you have seen an emergence from George Pickens at the end, and the rest of the NFL has to take notice of it. But now you've got two guys. Are you going to double-team two guys? So that's going to be really interesting. Yep. So anything else you want to say before we get to this last question? No, and I've got it. I've got it ready to go. I'm going to ask it of you, and then I'm going to answer it as well. Okay. okay. All right. So here, here's the final question for the evening. Hold on to your answers. To Hold this on to your answers. In the live chat. Wait till I'll, I'll uh, type it in. Hit enter. No, I've got it. I've got it typed and ready to go. Oh, so Rich will type it I in will, and hit enter. Yep. Oh, man, I get the yeah. night off. This is great. That's right. So, <laughs> oh wait, right. but I got to answer so, the question. Okay, here we go. Correct, Dave. What will you do on Sunday, since there's no Steelers football? What will I do on Sunday with no Steelers football? Five words or less. Yep. Okay, we're going with five words or less. What am I doing Sunday with no Steelers football? Okay. I'm going to say (laughs) what's two different things. Red Zone and DraftKings. (laughs) (laughs) I will sit there and I will actually put some small wagers on the game throughout. Um, Hey, I I I I won. I kind of messed it up this week. I thought I did the money line on its own, and then I thought I did against the spread and the over under as a separate one. Well, I missed the over under. I don't know why I said over. I should have said under, only because my score was twenty four twenty three. But so therefore, I didn't get my parlay. But I did get my more expensive bet of the Steelers winning. 
Um, so I'll probably do a, a few of those things. I'll sit back and watch some other football. Still, still, to, you know. And if I fall asleep, it doesn't matter. How about you, Rich? Did BF Bud already get it right for you? Uh, oh, um, there's uh, there's a whole bunch of folks that have already put it out there, which is. Fun but we're not going to bring any of these up because nope. we told you. We um, yeah, I was going to say mine a little a little different than he did, and and that is, um, I'm going to sit in a tree. You're going to sit in the tree. <laughs> All right, put her out there, Rich, for him to answer. All right, here we go. <laughs> so, what will you do on Sunday with no Steeler football? All right, I, I don't get to I don't do this part, though. Yeah. So, if you guys put it in there beforehand, that you, that you broke the rules. There you okay. Go. <laughs> After, watch other football. Watch other football. Okay. George Rice working, checking scores. He said technically his second job and checking scores. Um, Ryan Brown says, uh, hope the North playing loses. Remember the Ravens who, if they win, technically they take back the AFC North because right now it's just the tiebreakers. The Steelers have the same record. They played nine 30 across the pond. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that'll be an interesting, I, I like this one. Steelers, Pittsburgh, sleep, sleep, and more sleep. <laughs> Steeler Chick 46, mow my lawn and nap. <laughs> uh, Steel Dog 88 goes with the alliteration of, wait, That's right. I didn't click. Yeah, the alliteration of brewing a batch of beer. <laughs> Tyler W says wedding planning. There you go. At least it was wedding planning and not wedding crashing. No. Well, what I was going to say is, though, no, a true Steelers fan, that would be their wedding weekend. You plan it during the bye week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it during the bye week. When it's not going to interfere with watching any Steelers. They moved to California and watched them watch them play the Rams <laughs> at the end of the honeymoon. Uh, sorry, sorry. No, that's good, Tyler. Um, uh, let's see. John Walter says, play catch with my son. That's a great answer. I. I'm very jealous because my shoulders don't allow me to do that anymore. Um, Pito, Pino Bordoni. I don't know if it's Bordone or Bordoni. Well, who knows? It says working. Uh, Carrie says watching other games. You know, I feel like I can just kind of relax and enjoy watching the games when it's not the Steelers. Um, that And I can you know, flip channels, red zone. I got Sunday ticket. I could do the box thing if I want to, uh, where they show multiple games at once, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Kyle Smith says, heading to is that New Mexico. I, I, I don't know. And he says for, for, for 2 a.m. So, okay. Um, I probably shouldn't have brought that one up. <laughs> Here we go. Mr. Woodside says, watch Seattle beat the Bengals. Okay. Frosty the Bear says, mowing, cleaning, and then napping. Okay. Steely McBean, Beeman, Steely McBeeman says, root against all the other AFC North teams. Okay. Citizen X says, shopping. Um, should I say that? <laughs> ah, why not? Uh, you know what? Don't read the second one. He says, drink beer and something else in football. Okay, Ruben Stone says, watch the Bears game. Why? Play? Okay. Um, I don't know that that's one I'd pick. You know which games I'll, I'll – I'll do some parlays, and then I'll pay attention to, to those games more than anything. Um, yep. Oh, this is interesting. 
Jay Hanna playing bagpipes with my daughter in a parade. Okay. 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 Um, no one you know. I know what you mean by this. I he almost not, said this. He says, not have a heart attack. <laughs> but he, he's he, out of words, meaning because of over the Steelers game. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, let's see. We got, did we get Sherry before? Or is this new? No. That's okay. Name. I didn't know if that was an answer or if she was answering those. She She'll be up at 9.30 a.m. That's, you know, that's you what we football. You can watch football from 9.30 a.m. until whenever. Go ahead. You you take over, Rich. All right. Jennifer Pruser. Crafting. I have a cricket. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Demetrio says, take a nap. Yeah. I had a lot of people said they're going to sleep. Um, let's see. Tyler said, no way his wedding's in the fall. I agree with you. Yeah. Thomas Riley said, did Dave read mine? Uh, I don't know. Thomas, throw it in there again later on, and I'll check and see. He's usually uh, first. Was it I, something? Oh, did, he, did we miss him first? Or did... Oh, you know what happened? He did He did it to where not when we send these out they don't all go out oh, instantly his actually middle. fell in the middle of then when they started up. to go or when they finished going so yeah yours was in the middle Thomas I found it do whatever the wife wants <laughs> smart man because that because if he does that then the next week he'll be able to watch the then you can game. watch more Steelers game okay yeah so uh I'm scrolling, looking to see if there's any more, any more, any more. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, did you see Christopher 11? Watch yeah. 70 Steelers oh, documentaries. Yeah, I have a couple of those on DVD, actually. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> actually, I have one right after the Steelers won Super Bowl 40. It, 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 Bernardo, is, is this your plan? Mm -hmm. To stop by the Beehive to see some Dallas Cowboy safeties. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> Rich, that was a lot of fun tonight. I liked that we could just focus on the game. Next week, we're going to talk about probably, you know, rolling into the rest of the season, coming out of the bye, things, things to look at, things to grow on, things to fix, and looking ahead to that matchup. We're going to keep bringing you our shows. Now, there won't be a last-minute thoughts because there's not a game to have last-minute thoughts about. There's not going to be a post-game show because there's no game to go after. I'm pretty sure the Q&A, there's a chance. Well, I'll, you'll find out later in the week um, that it, it might be Sunday instead of Saturday. But uh, other than that, you're going to be – there was no Mike Tomlin press conference today because he didn't speak. So – other than that, we're going to be bringing you the, our, our regular shows minus the ones that are affected by there actually being a game. So there'll be a there'll be a preview Thursday night, all that good stuff. And I'm looking forward to, to – I think the Steelers just kind of needed – they had a lot of guys miss the game due to injury. And they have two more that were on IR that should be ready to come back. Yeah, we, we this bye week from an injury standpoint could be at a really good time. And remember, the Steelers get two more mini buys later on this season. 
Correct. They get one at the beginning of November and one at the beginning of December. So, yeah, the short weeks suck, but it's going to be kind of nice to get those mini buys in there uh, spread out later in the season. If they're going to, if they're going to have, if you're going to have one in the first week of November, and the first week of December, you might as well have your buy at the middle of October. That, that, that works out just fine. And it's, Nope. I don't know. Is it middle of October? Yeah, I guess it is middle of October. Because it's going to be like the 14th or 15th, so it's got to be the middle. But Rich, lots of fun. Hey, make sure you're checking out SteelCurtainNetwork.com. And it's too late for people to get in. I know um, they were, Jeff was giving away a Victory Monday shirt because the Steelers won. I'm pretty sure that's going to be that's going to be announced tomorrow morning on Let's Ride. So uh, hopefully you all got involved in, into that contest. And speaking of contests, people are asking about it. Oh, how's things going with the contest? The article's up at steelcurtainnetwork.com. Explain it. It's every Tuesday evening is when it goes out to see what's going on. I know uh, poor poor Kyle, he, he got eliminated. Kyle got week, bounced. Yeah. Never I, I, pick I, against the Jaguars in London. Uh, I told him, I said, you made a mistake. See, usually he and I talk about, you know, about the pick and we did not and afterwards I said oh I wish you to talk to him about why I said I said I told you the Jaguars stayed over there they've been over there for two solid weeks their bodies have adjusted they're ready to go the bills aren't even rolling over there till Friday they're going to be sluggish they're not going to be ready to play I did never pick I'd have held that pick of of the bills for later on in a different game but he took I don't it, I don't know if anyone out. else from SCN the staffer is left. I'm, I'm left. I'm still going. I don't know if anyone else is. So, but I'm not going to win anyway because it was my football giveaway in the first place. There so, uh, so make sure you check that out there. I think there's 26 in one leg and 16 in another. There was only two legs this year um, because the website. You know, we're still trying to get that built up. That's why. Hey, we really need you all to go check out the website steelcurtainnetwork.com because you know we're starting from scratch. Our results don't show up very well on Google because it's new. We we, we really need you all to just go there and and support. We're trying to work on things that that would make it more user-friendly. But it's a process. It's a process. All right, Rich, what do you want to say to close us out here tonight? Uh, Let's see. Happy that the Steelers won last week. Sad that there will not be any Steelers football this week. Um, although then I must say glad because we got the chance to get some guys back and healthy because of that break. Um, you know, still excited, waiting to see what the Steelers can do. Can we, can we piece it together this year? Like we did last year after the buy and start to, and start to see real progress going, man, I hope so. Uh, especially offensively. Um, you know, I, I thought I thought the defense showed up a little better this week than they did the week before. Not ready to let them off the hook a hundred percent yet, but that was a much that was much more, uh, especially the second half, much more what I'm used to seeing out of the Pittsburgh defense. Um, again, Sada won't be sitting on the couch watching Steelers do a knee jerk reaction on on Sunday. But if I'm not going to be there, where else would I rather be than sitting in a in a tree stand? Can't wait. Wait!